You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are able to use your employment rights to protect yourself at work. If you're struggling, this is the podcast for you. We want to start by saying that if you like what we are doing, please take some time to like, share and subscribe to our podcast and to our content. And we would also like to ask you to take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule to leave us a review on iTunes. Others will get to see your review and that will open up the podcast to a much wider audience. To leave a review, just click the Apple podcast link on our podcast website and leave your review through your iTunes account. You can also use our social media links on our podcast page to make contact with us. And don't forget that if you need help, with any problems that you're having at work, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. This week, we move into the interesting section on dismissals, where we're now looking at how your boss can dismiss you for potentially fair reasons, even if you believe that the real reason you are losing your job is because you are being bullied and the bullies just want rid of you. It is standard practice and generally understood that even if you are treated badly at work, your employer, your boss, your manager can still find a potentially fair reason to get rid of you, to dismiss you. And these types of dismissals are called fair dismissals. For a dismissal to be fair, your employer would need to show that you have been dismissed for a potentially fair reason. And there are four potentially fair reasons that your employer could use to dismiss you from your job. The first reason is conduct, which is about your behaviour at work. The second reason is capability, which is about your ability to do your job. The third reason is redundancy, which is about the company no longer being able to provide you with work. And the fourth reason is classed as some other substantial reason, which is really just a catch-all term that employers can use to explain why you have been dismissed from your job if the reason is not conduct, capability or redundancy. We will look at each of these potentially fair reasons in more detail in the next few podcast episodes. For the remainder of this episode, we'll look at how you should be able to tell if your employer has dismissed you in a fair way. So the first thing to say is that even though you are being bullied at work, your colleagues and your manager can still turn the tables on you and make it look like you are the problem and because you are the problem, this is the reason why you have been dismissed from your job. It may shock you to know that 40% of employees in the UK and 95% of employees in the USA 
have complained about being bullied at work. And of those high numbers, thousands of employees have left their jobs, either voluntarily or because they have been removed from their job for a potentially fair reason, even though they were the victims of bullying. So what we want you to look out for is that if your employer is intending to remove you from your job in a fair way, there is a well-detailed fair procedure your employer must follow when dismissing you. This procedure in the UK is called the standard three-step procedure. And remember, even though you may be listening to this podcast from another country, the laws are generally the same. They're just called by different names. So what you need to look for is a dismissal procedure. In the UK, that procedure is called the standard three-step procedure. And that procedure expects your employer to do what it says in the description, which is to follow three specific steps before you are dismissed. So what are the three steps? Firstly, your employer has to decide that you are a problem at work and that the problems you are causing might be serious enough to get you dismissed. Your employer should inform you in writing about any disciplinary allegations you are facing before any disciplinary hearing takes place. This must be done to make your dismissal fair. But in our experience, when you're a victim of bullying, you can find that complaints about you are either completely made up or you are being disciplined for standing up to the bullying at work or The people who are disciplining you might also be the people bullying you. And in all of these cases, we have experience where employees are not told what the allegations are before going into a disciplinary meeting because the intention is to catch you off guard and not give you time to gather your thoughts or to give answers to any questions you may be asked. But whatever the case may be, Legally, you must be informed about any disciplinary allegations made against you before you go to the disciplinary meeting. This is step one of the three-step procedure. To not do this could mean that if you are dismissed, your dismissal may be unfair. Step two of the three-step procedure is that you, the employee, should have a chance to defend yourself against the allegations made against you. You should have a chance to respond to the complaints being made about you and you should expect that your responses are given the same fair treatment by the employer as the employer's allegations against you. And any information you give should be investigated in the same way as the allegations against you are being treated. But in our experience, When you're bullied at work and the people doing the bullying are also the people investigating allegations against you, it's not too much of a stretch of the imagination to fear that the people who are disciplining you will not look at the explanations you give for the allegations made against you. Why? Because it would be like investigating themselves. But to not give your responses to allegations the same weight as the allegations made against you could mean that if you are dismissed, your dismissal might be unfair. And finally, step three of the three-step procedure is that 
if your manager decides you are guilty of the allegations made against you and decides to sanction you in any way, a sanction being anything from a verbal warning to a dismissal, you, the employee, must have an opportunity to appeal against any allegations found proven against you. But in our experience, employers take a lot of time getting letters out to employees and sometimes the letter misses out crucial information you need to submit your appeal letter. What should happen is that your employer should write to you telling you the outcomes of the disciplinary hearing and any sanctions made against you and how you can appeal those sanctions. The letter should also tell you the date by which you need to submit your letter of appeal and where or to whom you should send your letter of appeal. So these are the three steps in the three-step procedure. Step one, you need to have the allegations made against you in writing. Step two, you must have an opportunity to defend yourself against the allegations and to have your explanations given the same treatment as the allegations made against you. And step three is that if the allegations made against you are found proven, you must have the opportunity to appeal against the findings. If you're dismissed by your employer, but your employer misses any of these basic steps when dismissing you, then your dismissal might be unfair. And if that dismissal appears to be unfair, you could also have grounds to claim unfair dismissal in an employment tribunal if you have two years continuous service with the same employer. If you don't have the correct length of service to claim unfair dismissal, you might still be able to claim wrongful dismissal by citing breach of contract as your complaint, particularly in relation to the bullying you have suffered and the failure of your manager or the company to maintain their duty of care towards you. To claim wrongful dismissal in an employment tribunal, you don't need to have any qualifying employment time limits. And that's it for this week. Remember that you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.